Hello, welcome to the fifth episode of the Cosmic Egg. That's right, fifth episode, five big fingers. Give us a big hand, form a fist, shove it up your ass. Hey, now that we collect nothing but audio, I've got a rare audio clip to play for you today. Very rare indeed. All the way from Europe, people. All the way from Europe. We have a rare clip of Queen Elizabeth II falling down a flight of stairs. That's right, falling down a flight of stairs. Uh, we don't have all the details that we'd like. For instance, we don't know where this recording took place, whether it was at Buckingham Palace or someplace else. All we know is the Queen is at the top of a flight of stairs. She's about to step down. She's waving to some people below and missteps and falls down a flight of stairs. And that's about all we know. So without further ado, Queen Elizabeth II falling down a flight of stairs. Let's have a listen. Hi, this is Mike calling. Um, I won't be able to make it into work today. I was caught in a landslide. Okay, and this week we're going to be looking at uh, something a little different, the topic of bikes and pedestrian safety. Um, I don't know about you, but I ride a bike uh, all year round. I ride uh, during all four seasons. So... Uh, I've, uh, I know bikes in all sorts of weather conditions. I've had a few doozy accidents myself. I've, uh, I've had an umbrella go right into my front spokes while I was going down a hill at top speed. That was beautiful. That slapped me like a pancake right off the road. Fractured my humerus in two spots. It was hilarious. Well, so I knew I had a car nearly run me over because he was looking the other way and was going to drive right over me. That was during the winter, too. So that was iffy because the, uh, there was some snow on the road so of course I had to do a quick turn and of course I so that ends me up on the ground I slid right past the car almost under it so that was pretty scary because he wouldn't see me and he never did see me he actually just drove off into the sunset so uh that was pretty wild it seems to me that there's way too many pedestrians and cyclists being hit and uh there's way too many people I see uh, that are just, um, no offense, but they're dangerous drivers and they're dangerous pedestrians too. Um, for instance, let's say, let's go for a walk. Let's say you're going, you're walking down the street. To your left is a roadway. Cars are going the same way you are. They're coming up from behind you and you're walking down the sidewalk. And you come up across the, you, you're, you know, you got your head down, you're kind of checking out your phone. You look up and there's the walk sign right in front of you. What a stroke of luck, the walk sign. You're right at the corner, and there's the walk sign already ready for you. 
say just walk right out and you'll go ahead, right? Well, that's actually wrong. That's one of the many mistakes people make. Just because you see a walk sign doesn't mean it's okay to walk. And too many people just jump right under the street and just start walking. When in fact, they're supposed to stop and turn and look behind and to their left. Over their left shoulder for people who are turning right, who may not have seen them. They're going to turn right and run right over them because they're not going to have time to stop. It's going to be kind of an instantaneous thing. And I think uh, most uh, accidents happen that way, just through um, uh, blindness that way, sort of ignorance of uh, not checking all around you and stopping and checking all around you. Um, I always say behind and to the left. That's the most important one, behind and to the left. And, of course, this goes for cyclists as well as um, uh, pedestrians. Um, And it's just... uh, the major cause, I think, of accidents anymore is um, distraction due to phones and cell phones and whatnot. So it's a lot of people just being run over um, because the person uh, received a phone call, looked down, and the car swerved a little too far over, and somebody just happened to be uh, there. So they run them over, and that's happening all the time now. Car accidents left, right, and center between each other. Uh, car accidents with pedestrians, car accidents with um, bicycles. And now, of course, we got the scooters and the single wheels that you see whipping down the road, which is just, it's just gotten that much more dangerous. But what can you do? So this is more for those people that want to stay safe. A lot of younger people don't really want to. They want to go out there and take those risks. They got those scooters going and stuff. But I'll tell you, for the longest time now, I try to stay completely on the sidewalk. Um, And when it comes to going downtown Toronto, I would prefer to leave the bike and just take the subway because it's just too dangerous. Even on the uh, the bicycle lanes that they've got picked for people, they're not safe at all. The cars go right on them. There's distractions. Uh, people are getting hit all the time downtown on bicycles. So it's not that safe. I kind of look at it this way. It's training. It's training yourself. So if you were to train yourself every day that everywhere you went, that somebody was trying to catch you in a mistake, and if you uh, get caught, then it's a one-time deal. It's over. The game's over. And if you win, I'll give yourself a a whole bunch of money or something in your mind. I don't know. But um, the best thing to do is to to, uh, walk and ride defensively, that every single corner is uh, a corner that's been geared and set you up for uh, uh, to make you fail, you know, that sort of thing. But no offense, I find people less and less aware all the time, whether they're riding a bicycle, uh, walking uh, down the street with headphones or even without headphones. Um, You just find a lot of people just seem to be in a cloud. They'll be standing there in the middle of a sidewalk just blocking the entire lane, not even recognizing them. People will have to stop and say, you know, excuse me. They'll go, oh, sorry. Or they'll walk right in the middle of the sidewalk and uh, nobody can get around them and that type of thing, you know. And they don't even, they're not even aware of it. Um, so a lot of people are thinking, you know. That's how we spend a lot of our days, thinking and not even uh, awake. And that's another thing to take in consideration when you're riding a bike. A lot of when you're riding, you're not actually awake. You're going through a lot of motions um, that um, do not leave you very aware of what's going on around you. I guarantee if every person was to stop at every single corner, even if it was a walk sign, and actually took the time 
to look around and assess behind them and to the left who's coming from behind and who's going to turn on them and turn over on top of them. Or, you know, what's going on around them? Is there a truck backing up? Like um, another dangerous spot is um, you hear a lot of people getting hit in parking lots of people back up. So you, it, that is a time when you have to be ultra aware in parking lots, actually, because people do, uh, you know, back up fast, some of them, and, don't, and may not see you and run right into you or over you. I think it has to be active uh, participation, actively being aware of what's around you at all times and getting into that frame of mind, getting into that habit. It has to become a habit. I know a couple of people, I won't mention them, but I know a couple of people that I'm fairly close to that walk right into traffic still, that will just walk right into traffic. Or if uh, they see a, a light is going to change um, and they have to run, they want to make the uh, walk sign. And we're walking as pedestrians and they see the light's going to change. They just run right into the street to make it to, to run across, not even looking behind and to the left to see if somebody's uh, coming up to make that turn and may not have seen the person, you know. Um, which happens so often, it's probably a daily occurrence. So yeah, I think a lot of people would disagree with me. I think bikes, uh, bicycles should be on the sidewalks when and at all possible. I don't think they should even be downtown anymore. There's just too many distractions, too dangerous. Uh, it's just dangerous enough watching people walk and run into traffic all the time. They're just taking too many risks. And um, uh, we always think of ourselves as um, smart pedestrian walkers or good cyclists. We don't like to think of ourselves as, um, you know, not that good or, you know, potentially uh, causing potential accidents all the time. And this happens all the times on, on uh, bicycles, probably every day, multiple times if you're on the road. If you're on the road on a bicycle and you look behind you for any reason, your bicycle at that moment probably has swayed on the road 6 to 12 inches just from looking behind you. And that could be six to 12 inches into traffic, and that may be all it takes. Maybe all you need is four inches to uh, touch the next car that's coming up from behind you, and it's over. So, I mean, uh, bicycles are, are dangerous to begin with, to be on the road. They always were, and uh, I can say that. I'm a cyclist. I don't even drive. So, yeah, I can clearly say bicycles are dangerous on the road, for sure. So the next time you're out, you really need to challenge yourself all the time. Try to become more and more aware. Did I look behind and to the left at this uh, before crossing the street? Did I look behind and to the left? Did I walk in front of a, a, tra a parked trailer, not realizing there was something else you know, coming behind it? Did I just walk out, not realizing that another car was backing out just on the other side that I couldn't see? Every corner is, is a place that you need to stop. Every single corner, every single obstacle requires that you kind of stop and peek around now because people are just too distracted and people are on the go too much and they're just stepping on the pedal and going and if you're in the way you're in the way that's why you're seeing so many people die now by getting hit by uh, vehicles all the time by absent-mindedness and uh, forgetfulness and well absent-mindedness and uh, uh, distraction from cell phones and being on the phone like everything's a distraction there's walk around bouncing off things quite literally so the idea is to stop that so if you you might want to take your loved ones out there your kids especially make sure that they're fine-tuned for today's society because the uh, road safety you got when I was a kid I don't know if they're teaching the same thing today uh, when it, you know you don't go until it says walk you don't go when it says walk 
you actually still have to stop and look uh, behind and to the left because people aren't really seeing you anymore. And they're just coming around that corner and they just run you right over. We now interrupt our program for an emergency news bulletin. This is Breaking News. Breaking News. We now return to our regularly scheduled program, and today we're talking about bike safety and pedestrian safety, and I believe, truly believe, that new training has to be given to men, women, children, new awareness has to come out, big awareness uh, to get people to um, reassess while they're walking, to become more aware while they're walking, because it is distraction in allowing your mind to wander in all sorts of things, or answering the phone, having headphones on, not being able to hear cars. There's a lot of things contributing to uh, a lot of people uh, being hit by cars these days. And it's not always the car's fault. As I said, we're finding people walking right into traffic, just right out into traffic. So um, basically, if you're out with someone, friends and stuff, watch how they're walking. Really watch how dangerous people have become. You'll be surprised at how many people just see a walk sign and just walk right out into the road not even hesitating to look to their left or behind them to see which car is coming to end their life any second. Because you can only walk into traffic so many times until your number's up. And that's my point of this whole thing, is that people walking into traffic like that, well, they can't continue to do that because um, you can only do that so many times. But in this segment, I just want to concentrate on pedestrians and cyclists. And crossing the streets. It is amazing why cyclists are even on the road at all when there's an empty sidewalk is beyond me. Because people are, and there's some cars now who are deliberately running over cyclists. There's probably people waiting for me to mention that, so I'll mention that now. Yes, there has been people out there, more than one. They've been caught on dash cams. They're turning right into cyclists. And cyclists, if you got an ear up, this is uh, one of the things that's very dangerous for you is this, and this is what makes it dangerous. If a car is out to get you and there's no one really around and they take you out because you're on the road or whatever with them at the shoulder, even if you're on the side of the road, they swerve over, they take you out. They can say that you swerved into them and it's very hard. And if they don't have a dash cam, there's no proof. You don't have a cam. Nobody's got any pictures of it. You're kind of done. They'll probably give the benefit of the doubt to the driver uh, because bicycles do swerve in front of people all day long. I ride a bicycle myself, and swerving is just par, par for the course of owning and riding a bicycle. You're always swerving a little bit, a few inches, and sometimes that's all it takes. So my point is, get to the sidewalk if at all possible. If you're in, 
in in the back stick to the back streets use the sidewalk with that nobody's on and go nice and slow and take your time and you will live other people well it's uh, your risk so I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm looking. I look on the street. I see a cyclist riding. I see how they're riding. And to me, it's like, well, dead person riding. I see a lot of uh, pedestrians and how they walk and how they run in front of vehicles all the time just as a habit, uh, not even realizing uh, they're doing it. And that, uh, to me, is uh, sometimes I'll say it, dead man walking. I was in Hamilton uh, uh, not too long ago, and I saw on the, they've got the uh, scooters and these uh, single wheels that you stand on with these handles, and they really move. So, I mean, there's all kinds of dangers out there. They're on the roads, too. They're going like 40 miles an hour, too. So I've seen a few of them in the trauma room already. So uh, it's a dangerous time out there. And uh, if you want to stay alive, the uh, thing to do is to go out and test yourself and then watch other people. And you'll see just how dangerous things have become, just uh, out of slackness maybe over the years. But there's a lot of people who think that a walk sign just means you walk right into traffic. Take a look. When someone suffers from an ailment, it is impossible for others who know them, even family, to understand what that person is going through and what it's like to suffer from their particular ailment. I myself suffer from a particular ailment, uh, which I'll discuss today. I had a call earlier from uh, some friends who absentmindedly invited me to join them for a trip to the United States. I have always lived in Canada, born and raised Canada, have never been outside of Canada. I can travel freely from one from the east coast to the west coast of Canada without problem. I can travel in and out of any province without problem. But I cannot cross uh, a border, uh, like say from the border uh, from Canada to the United States. I cannot cross a border uh, by boat into another country or any other country. I cannot cross... Uh, any border by plane into any country. I have to remain in Canada. I simply cannot cross any border into another country whatsoever. No border whatsoever. Now, there may be some people listening now that suffer from the same thing I do, which uh, the technical term is borderline, borderline personality, personality disorder. And what this means is, while I can cross a border into another country, I just don't know who I'm going to be when I step over to the other side. And there's no guarantee that I'll revert back to my original personality and be able to find my way back to my home country. A very frightening concept which runs along the lines of Alzheimer's or amnesia. To give the audience an idea of what it's like to suffer from borderline personality disorder, I'm going to play for you an audio tape of someone who does suffer from borderline personality disorder attempting to cross from Canada over to the United States. And you'll see for yourself what can happen. Okay, I'm stepping over. Let's wind the clocks back a year. These cops and lawyers wouldn't dare cross any of you. What happened? Do, do balls drop off? Alright, so listen, why don't you give me a call when you start taking things a little more seriously? Why so serious? Am I back? 